Here we go, part two of episode six. Hopefully this works this time. I'm yeah, back, we're back after a, a boy or fuck up. Uh, yeah, I'll take the ownership on that, but I honestly don't know what happened. So welcome, Matt. Welcome, Donald. Let's hear your voices. Glad to be back for part two. Yep, thanks for my uh, second opportunity on the pod. Yeah, you guys are seasoned vets now after this. After last night's episode, which, again, I'm sorry that no one got to hear because it was actually a great episode. And hopefully we can... Just a practice run. Hopefully we can redo some of what we talked about last night. I kind of forget some of it, but uh, I mean... I definitely forget most of it. We'll run through everything that we were going to cover. And we got some new news on this Thursday. Kind of Some big new news. Yeah, some big Big, new news. Big news. On this... On this NFL Thursday. So, recording uh, prior to Thursday Night Football, which is a big game tonight, Ravens-Buccaneers, with, as of, as it stands, as of now, uh, Mark Andrews expected to play, Rashad Bateman expected to play, Gus Edwards expected to play. So, we'll see if that holds true after this podcast is finished and you're listening to it, but... Hopefully, now. uh, Gus doesn't tweak a hammy in the in the pregame warm up. Uh, yeah, I would dislike that, but I'd I'd be okay. I can I can pivot, but I'm I'm riding the Gus bus this week, guys. It's Gus bus season. All right, so here we go. Episode six, part two. Once again, got a mailbag question. We love these mailbag questions, guys. Uh, Eric sent one in last week. Jared sent one in this week. If anybody has anything to say, feel free to send it in. Either a question for the league or just any shit you want to talk or literally anything. So, All right, here's Jared's this week. Who is a player you have felt most connected or attached to in fantasy football? Maybe a guy that's like won your league for you or someone that you've drafted multiple years in a row that you like having on your team you have some kind of attachment to. So we'll let our guests go ahead and start again. Matt, I started with you last night. I'll give you the floor for a second time. Yeah, so I think I my answer last night was Devontae Adams. I think I drafted him one year, but then another year I think I traded for him like before the season even started. But he's probably the guy that I think – I have him again this year, so I think he's probably the guy that for some reason I keep going back to. Always ends up on and your he team. He does well. Yep. I mean, it's Devontae. Top five wide receiver every year, basically. You love to have you love to have a, a number one wide receiver on your team usually. So it's nice, Don. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Finish. No, I'm done. Okay, Don, who you got? Um, I would go with Jalen Waddle. That's mostly from my other league. He dominated last year, or I mean, was at least like. He popped off like quite a few times last year in different games, so I made sure to draft him fairly early in this this year's draft for my other league, but I haven't been uh, good enough in this league to have a favorite player. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you just made a bunch of changes to your team, so you're going to have options for a new favorite player on your team, yeah. which is something that we like. Um, all right, Zach, 
any attachment to a player. So I said Chris Olave last night, and it's going to be Chris Olave moving forward. But I just thought of a guy that I have had so many times, and it's Dave Montgomery. Yeah, you have had him a lot. And it's I don't I don't like to have Dave Montgomery all the time because he's not that good. Well, he's decent. He's just a solid running back. He just falls to every year. And... I know. He always falls to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, I got to take him. I remember this I year vividly. I, I don't want to take him. Him just sliding down the draft board and getting to you, and you're like, well, shit, Monty's still here. I guess I'll take him. Yeah, I mean, I need a running I always need a running back. Uh, I think that was in the fourth. Got him in the fourth. But obviously, I don't have him anymore. I just shipped him off to Donald so Donald can deal with him. Um, hey, Donald, welcome to the Monty train. Hope it works out for you. He's always like decent, at least. <laughs> yeah, he's he's decent. Back when I had him, um, I think it was two years ago. I kind of made a run at the very end of the year. And it was because David Montgomery started going off. Yeah, he's. I feel like he's a second half fantasy season player. Maybe he that was like senior of college, I think. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen, and twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, and he was. I mean, he scored like 20, 20 points, like three or four last three or four weeks into the playoffs, and he kind of carried me. And I got to the finals, but then I lost. Forget two. They may have lost to Matt. I think I did, I think I did lose to Matt. What year was that? Was that not Jimmy? 2018, 2019. Maybe I lost in the semis. 2018 was Jimmy. I lost to him in the finals, and I lost to, I think, you in the semis the next year. I think that's when I had David Montgomery. But going forward, it's going to be Chris Olave. He's definitely going to be my keeper. Either him or Garrett, but it's probably going to be Chris. He's, his target share has been crazy this year. He just gets so many targets, especially with Michael Thomas out, who, might I add, Michael Thomas is the world's biggest pussy dude he literally <laughs> he's so like he has a he's had a toe injury and he's been out for five weeks won't even practice i mean this dude's such a puss and i'm so sick of it i'm never drafting that absolutely he's a waste of space i can't i can't stand I'm, I'm getting close to dropping him guys so if you guys want to pick him up feel free but it's gonna be a waste of a roster spot because that guy ain't playing again he, he does, has like a cough he'll wake up with a cough and then he won't play that day because he's God, sick he did the same thing last year, didn't he? Or oh, yeah, the last, last three years. years. Well, two he years. hit his one superstar right. year and then hasn't done yep. anything since. I mean, sitting out five weeks with a toe injury? Are you fucking kidding? That's ridiculous. Sorry. Just it is. Doesn't even but... show any signs of like returning to no, practice. No, he's not, he's not even practiced. He won't even practice. He sat out again today. He was supposed to come back this week, but he, he hasn't practiced once. So he's definitely not playing. <laughs> I, I just don't I just don't get it. World's biggest freeloader, Michael Thomas. Yeah, so yeah, if anyone if anyone wants to take a chance on him, I'll I'll basically give him to you for free. Because I hate him that much. <laughs> he was probably your boy he was probably your boy when he was in college, huh? Oh I, uh, yeah. He oh, went to Ohio State. He was a stud at Ohio State. And now he's just he got that bag and now he's a gigantic puss. I hate give people it, like that. Give them to Alex for charity. Huh. You could give him I'm not. Guys, I'm not that nice. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'll give him to anyone else. But what, what are you talking about? I... It's this is not a blessing you're giving. This is a this is a pain that you're giving. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. You, you That's would hurt. True. Hurt Alex. <laughs> Just have him sit on his bench the whole rest of the season, not even play. Yeah, but that that small chance that he does start doing good, I don't. I, I mean, 
You don't want it to my be Alex. goal is for yeah. I mean, I'm dream. I'm having. I'm dreaming of Alex spinning that wheel. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. Well, that Michael Thomas talk also kind of leads into the second question that Jared asked, which is if you struggle keeping a first, second, or third round pick that you drafted in fantasy in your lineup longer than you should because they're not really performing, um, which coming from Jared this week is really just a uh, demonstration of his own pain dealing with Najee Harris as his first round pick this year, who has just been awful, terrible in value for a first round pick, averaging like nine and a half or 10 points a week. So, Hey, Jared still values him at like top five RB value. <laughs> Apparently. That trade that Apparently. <laughs> Donald, this, this could even, be can't even crack the lineup. This could have been you, Donald. Uh this could have been you with Najee Harris on your team. Someone that Jared doesn't even start right now. But um I know you <laughs> the, took Cam Akers. You took Cam Akers in the third round this year. So I think you can kind of answer this question. Oh yeah, I have no loyalty to my players. Like they <laughs> suck for like a week and I'm like, get them out of here. Donald Donald drops them. I dr- I yeah. drop them. Like nobody. You don't give a shit. I love it though. I love the strategy. That's what you gotta have. You gotta have cutthroat managing. You can't be like right. you can't be like me, who was extremely sad, shed a tear to give Terry McLaurin up because I named <laughs> yeah, my but, team. Yeah, after. but Terry is actually Terry's decent. Yeah, Terry is decent. Yeah, he's not. Also, I can't I like his outlook is going up. I have James Conner, and I would bench his ass if I could, but. Lucky for you, he's been hurt, so he, he kind of yeah he's been for, yeah for you. I definitely uh, I mean he's my second flex right now, and I would bench him if I could. And then like now, Matt, you have a uh, Mr. Kyle Pitts. Oh, Kyle only. Pitts. Uh, he's I, riding or dying even, with him. I don't him. think I, anyone can even say anything to kind of help your pain there. No, no. Um, because but I, I I will not bench him, even though I picked up Everett TBD. If I even make that change, but I can't take the the one week where either Desmond Ritter get, comes in or something and just throws everything to Kyle Pitts. Tight end twenty one on the year. Was was Pitts good last year? Because like all of these like he way better than it was this year. Yeah. Just, he had one touchdown. Dude, he gets like five targets a game, not even maybe three or four. I don't get it. It's because they don't throw the ball. And they don't even have Calvin Ridley to take targets from him. Like, who are they throwing? Or they yeah. just don't throw the ball? Drake one. I mean, the past two weeks, they've under 30 attempts. Yeah. Combined in the past two weeks. Just honestly, give, put, put Kyle Pitts in the backfield. Like Kyle Pitts awesome. the ball. <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. <laughs> a little Taysom Hill 2.0. Seriously, dude's a Kyle Pitts is a freak athlete, and they're just having him block. It's a disgrace. Yeah. They spent all what he was he third round, third overall pick, third or fourth last fourth. year. Fourth, yeah. fourth, yeah. He's relegated to blocking, dude. Zach Taylor's having dreams about getting Kyle Pitts and then using him as a blocker <laughs> in stretch plays. Extremely. That's what Zach Ta- Zach Taylor loves his blocking tight ends. He doesn't. That's what he would do. Because he's a offensive mastermind. That kind of segues us actually nicely into their around the NFL segment of the week. We're viewing the real life matchups from our favorite teams. So, starting with the Bengals, who got a win over the Falcons this week in a shootout, which kind of 
encapsulated how good the Bengals offense is playing right now. But um, with the recent news that we alluded to earlier this week, Jamar Chase, as of like two hours ago, out four to six weeks with a hip injury. Potential IR landing spot. I didn't even... Was this like a practice injury? Or I didn't. I mean, he didn't come out of the game, did he? On Saturday, I think he, I think he did before, right before halftime. He, I don't know if it was. Oh yeah, you're right. He did, but left. He came back. Yeah. Reports said that this injury happened um, at the uh, New Orleans game, and he played through it, and then he played through it again last week, um, and it's flared mm-hmm. up and hasn't gone away, and so he went to see a specialist today, and I think it's a fracture in his hip or a bone bruise in his hip, something like that, um, where he has to wait for it to heal, the bone to heal before he can play again. So huge news. That's huge. That is. I mean, that affects the Bengals' offense moving forward. Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, and whoever the third receiver is going to be, which I was just talking Mm -hmm. to Matt before we started recording. I, I think the Bengals need to make a trade. To be honest, for a receiver, though I, I don't do. know, I that's the thing we couldn't come up with anyone. They could trade for I don't, who's even a receiver on the block. I mean, Brandon Cooks, but I'm not trading for Brandon Cooks. Like, I feel I, like that's. I what mean, you... we need a we kind of need a speed option, is what we need, and I don't think anyone. I said Scotty Miller, but nobody wants Scotty Miller. <laughs> Scotty Miller. Oh, I said Elijah Moore, but I don't. Elijah Moore. Yeah, they're not trading him apparently. No. Metcalf didn't Scotty get hurt. Mitt- like Lockett or even Marquise Goodwin or something. A little bit older, but... Is Scotty Miller that asshole from the Bucks who uh, caught that, like, touchdown right before the before halftime in the NFC Championship game? I guess... I think, yeah. The white dude. Yeah. Fuck him. Yep. <laughs> Not to be confused with um, Cole Beasley... Another white dude who was also playing for the oh. Buccaneers for one week. Oh, oh was he Cole? Yeah, Cole Beasley's a fuck. I hate that guy. That guy is a piece of shit. I honestly, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know anything about Scotty Miller, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to make a move. It's the Bengals. They I don't, don't do that kind of shit. Though. I mean, that's so important. Like, Yeah. You can't have him out four to six weeks and just not replace him. I mean, they've already got Michael Thomas, so... <laughs> The other it's the different Thomas. Michael Thomas, yeah, the right. good, the good, the good Michael Thomas, the healthy Michael Thomas. Yeah, the I one mean, that actually shows up to games. Auden Tate, remember Auden Tate? Yeah, he's on the. I mean, somewhere. that guy's pretty decent. <laughs> guy's somewhere. He is somewhere. I think he's in the Falcons. Maybe I don't know. Is he? Who's the Jets? I'd say let's, if we need some speed, let's let's go trade for a guy like Tyree Kill or something, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe the maybe the Dolphins are shopping Jalen Waddle. He's pretty fast. Maybe if Eric was the GM of the Dolphins, he'd give him to us. <laughs> for some HAP, Ryan. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. We can move off the Bengals talk. We can talk about that Jamar news a little bit later, too. Um, but the Steelers yep. lost this week, Sunday night game against Miami, uh, which started really hot for Tua. Oh, the shitter of the Dolphins game. and turned into just yeah, a really really bad game. Um, and as the so Steelers, Steelers can he pick it? As the Steelers go, Alex goes in fantasy, so Alex lost again this week as well, just like his favorite team. Um, Packers. He didn't even watch. He didn't even watch that game. By the way, he's an absolute fake fan. 
I don't even want to hear him. <laughs> if he comes back and tells me when the Steelers win, I'll be like, you're – I mean, you didn't, even, you didn't watch a Sunday night game. Or was it Monday? It was Sunday night. Sunday, Monday? Yeah, it was Sunday night. Did you even watch a Sunday night game? I mean, I can't believe watch second half. House of Dragon over Okay. Watch the second half. That game was close. Yeah. He wanted to play like fuck Fortnite instead of watch the Steelers game. It's gross. <laughs> well, wouldn't you rather watch play Fortnite than watch the Steelers play? Well, me, yes, but super fan Alex. Not super fan. He's definitely a bandwagon fan. This guy's the definition of a bandwagon fan, folks. Fair, fair the fan. only fair weather fan. He only likes them when they're good. That goes with all his teams. Maybe not the Penguins. Yeah, he watches the Penguins. That's like the only team he's not a fair weather fan for. All right, and the Packers, Donald, sorry. Disgusting yeah. loss to the Commanders this week yeah. in Washington. Uh, just not, not looking good. No, guy, no. Guy, you talked about, we talked about Aaron Rodgers a little bit last night and how he kind of sucks, but also his, yeah, his hair. His hair, all, it's bad. It's bad. Honestly. It's even worse than it was last year with that nasty, like, when he grew it out. And it looked like it would, like, come back or you could see it in the back of his helmet. And he just looked like a homeless person. You know what a good punishment would be? Actually, kind of, kind of two sides of this. Either growing your hair out until you can put it in a bun and you can look like Aaron Rodgers. Or shaving your head. Oh, I think, I think either of those oh. should be added to the wheel this year. Well, we we talked about this, and Alex said he would drop out of the league before he shaved his head. <laughs> what a pussy! Wow. That's that's a big pussy, than Michael Thomas. Jesus, it grows back, <laughs> Alex. You understand? I know. That's, but, that's man, his I whole. Would, uh... I would pay to see Alex with a buzz cut. That would be so funny. Oh, God. I would too. I would too. Yeah. That'd be amazing. We'll actually, never see it though. The uh, at our, the shave your head already is in the wheel. Is it okay? Great. Oh, well, dude. maybe we can add. You, you can't. You can't let it get. I'm. There's no way I'm uh, make taking a risk. I gotta pick the first, one of the first two options. I'm not risking shaving my head. Well, guy, I don't know if you're gonna have to worry about that because it grows back. Well, exactly. You're I'm a good a, manager. I mean, maybe. That's true. Alex is a crap manager. And and. Donald is also a good manager, and Matt is also a good manager. So I don't think anybody on here needs to really worry about having to spin. We'll see. I mean, no, the only person that's having to worry about spinning is Alex because it seems terrible. He doesn't want to make moves. He's sticking with his same shit team. So I'm just, we're just going to let him die on that hill. Yeah. And he wants it. He wants Laugh it. from a distance. Uh, maybe we can do a actually we could do like a punishment wheel uh, mini podcast like weekend episode or special episode that drops sometimes this sometime this season to, to just go over everything that's on the wheel. Be kind of fun. All right, Lions took on the Cowboys this past weekend and took the L out of their bye week. Uh, not really a surprise there, uh, but the offense didn't look too hot. Amon Ra got concussed on like the first drive of the game. Which actually wasn't a concussion. I don't really know. I don't really understand the new concussion rule in the NFL. 
but he didn't have a concussion. He's still in the protocol, so he's, I think, questionable to play this week. So that's interesting. But Dak is back for the Cowboys. Zeke scored twice. He got hurt in that game as well and might not play this week. Um, but yeah, not much else to say about that game. Um, and then Matt, your Bears. Huge yeah, win. The, Huge the Bears win. won. Justin Fields looked good. The Patriots did not. No. Justin Fields, Mac Jones best quarterback in that game. Now fighting for their jobs. Yeah, Mac Jones is terrible. He's a terrible you, quarterback. You get one game a year or a handful of games a year where the Bears look good, and then every other one they don't. Hopefully, this is like a turning point when they like actually use Justin Fields the way he should be used. Yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, I hope so. Designing runs for him. It's big RPOs. Real Caleb big. Has not ever turned out a good NFL QB. No. no. <laughs> you had Jake Hitler for like a year. Trubisky, <laughs> when he first got drafted, they went like thirteen the playoffs. three years. Yeah, they and then that was a double doink year. But yep. gave everybody <laughs> hope and then Matt Nagy threw it no. all away. No, I I said uh sorry, I was going back. Did you say Ohio that. State? I was going back to Matt Jones, Alabama. Like, oh, Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts too. Yeah, Hurts is good, but he's he's a he's an Oklahoma grad. <laughs> True. But he was at Alabama. He had his yeah. time there. Yeah, for a while. He was there for three years. Yeah, uh, I can't believe even bench Hurts for Tua. That never made sense to me. Like, whenever I watched them, I was like, Hurts is way better than Tua. Like, even in college. But, whatever. That, you know, they were loaded. They had Mac Jones in two. They had three NFL quarterbacks in their room. Yeah. Which is insane. Bryce Young is looking decent. He might be okay in the yeah. NFL. I'm sure he'll get taken somewhere. Might not pay oh, out. Definitely. Definitely he'll probably be a first-round pick, yeah. Uh, and then AJ McCarron was okay as a backup yeah. for the Bengals, and then he went to the Bills, I think, before they got Josh. Bill, he's, yeah, he's been a lot of places. Um, Tom Brady also stinking it up because the Bucks are terrible and they can't find the end zone, even though he's throwing it fifty times a game. I really don't. He's know not. Uh, he's not putting in his usual. Uh, his usual work, his usual uh, film study, because he's spending too much time with his divorce lawyer. That's, so, taking time away from his his uh, prep. That's probably true. That's, that's my estimation of why he's being so bad. And the Bucks line looks terrible. The offense just looks out of sync. Yeah, I, I think they'll probably turn it around. I mean, they still have a lot of fantasy-relevant pieces. But in real life, not looking too hot. But they play tonight against the Ravens, which I think is going to be a great game. So maybe they can turn it around then. We'll see. It'll probably be a close game because Baltimore plays everyone super close. Just every game for them is like one score game. Yeah, probably. All right, uh, more injuries from this past week. Uh, Breeze Hall, Matt, I'm, I'm sorry. R.I.P. Yeah, 
it's a season-ending ACL, and uh, you just hate to see it because he was looking so good. So that brings him and Javante the two ACLs for running, promising running backs this year to end their season. In Denver, in like Denver games too. Yeah, yeah, against the Broncos. So, yeah. Some are the Broncos just cur- whoever plays the Broncos just cursed for injuries now. Yes. The Broncos are good for nothing. They just they injure are. people, produce boring games to watch. Hey, they produce just, memes though, content. Just memes. take them out of the league. <laughs> Yeah, Russell Wilson like practicing plays on the plane. (laughs) I just, (laughs) I would slap that guy. I would, I would fight him on the plane. I would slap him on the plane. Do you think his teammates like him? There's no shot. No, no chance. Dude, I don't. How how did how did he get Sierra to marry him? I honestly don't know. She has to be weird too. I guess he plays in the NFL. Was he that weird in Seattle, or or was it just like, ah, oh, crap, I suck now. Like, I got to do something to get attention here. I think he just got progressively more weird. I don't think he started that weird, but I don't know. Something happened kind of, a couple of years ago where he's really just leaned into it fully. <laughs> he's got a full psychopath, sociopath, Mr. Unlimited. And he actually, the thing is, is like he actually like believes that he is like a motivator or like the greatest or inspiring and like everyone loves him. It's so weird. I just don't get it. He'll probably go on some like motivational speaker tour after he retires. Oh, absolutely. That'll be his uh, go-to move. Uh, what's something that you would rather do than go to a Russell Wilson motivational talk? Uh, draft Michael Thomas in the first round of my fantasy league every year. I'll tell you, I'd rather jump off a bridge, I think. <laughs> we can we can put it on the wheel. <laughs> oh god. That would be awesome. I'd quit, I'd quit the league. That would be my league quitter. That's college. what we do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say my head before going to a two hour long Russell Wilson motivational talk. Where you have to eat a danger danger witch danger witch sandwich from Oh yeah. Do you um I don't think you saw this. They pulled that uh, pulled that campaign. Subway did like a few days ago, apparently. Did they actually? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. That's how bad he is. Subway's <laughs> giving up on him. That's incredible. I would be a horrible sponsor. They probably have to pay a lot. I would not want to be a Subway sponsor. Because it's just the worst Subways. Yeah, it is. I... No, my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law thinks that Subway is better than Jersey Mike's, which I'm a slap in. The most blasphemous thing I've ever heard in my life. Horrible take. I know. <sighs> I hate Subway with a burning passion. I could be in the desert for 40 days. Do, do you like? Food. Do you like them a little bit better though? Now that they uh, can. That no, because they had him in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but they realized how. Big loser he was. That's just good self-realization. I can't believe it took him this long. They get no. They get no bonus points. They get no brownie points for doing that. Actually, it hurts them because that it just takes away the the joke from us. Them being actually smart about it. So honestly, fucks away even more because that was content gold. I wonder if you can even still get the danger witch. Hey, no bad press in the. Good press. That's what they say. There's good press. 
right, all right. We just jumped off on a tangent. More injuries. Mike Williams, ankle injury out at least four weeks, which looks horrible. So I am glad, I guess for your sake, Matt, uh, that it's only four weeks for Mike Williams. Maybe come back. Um, yeah, I thought he uh, like completely just fractured his ankle, pulled a that or Dak Prescott from last year and just gone for the year. Yeah, it was. So it looks like yeah, nasty, nasty looking. And then David Njoku, same thing. Oh, this this man is insane. This man today came out and said, "We'll see if I play on Monday night." <laughs> Even though he was in a walking boot and crutches after the game last week, and he's expected to miss two to five weeks. So this dude is. This dude has Wolverine blood. This guy is freaking crazy. And Donald, I guess you should be happy about this because you just recently acquired him. So <laughs> that's good news. I did not hear that. Yeah, and that just kind of like a toss in on yeah. that trip. So I mean, it's, it's not a bad toss in. Now you have Zach Hurts still. So right, right. That's what I figured. Like got everything. I mean, we'll talk more about it later, but. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then one guy that I also forgot to put on this list, which I don't know if we mentioned yesterday, is DK Metcalf, who suffered a knee injury. Who I, th- I think they said it might have been um, just an add-on from a previous injury, um, but it's not season-ending. He actually wants to play this weekend, which I just—that's not going to happen. There's just no way play. he's There's playing. No way he They're not going to let him play. Yeah. He apparently he went practiced? through walkthroughs, but didn't like practice. Yeah, there's yeah. no chance. Yeah, there's, there's no way to practice. No. Michael Thomas has to hang out with those two guys a little, a little bit more. Seriously. Get that. Get oh that. Oh my ball. god, dude. DK <laughs> Metcalf would eat Michael Thomas for breakfast. <laughs> dude is a joke. We're not gonna go back over Michael Thomas. I don't no. know. No, but we can. Uh... Can move into um, oh actually I guess we can talk about Jamar Chase again here four to six weeks with his hip injury which guys does this does this finally hey we've been validate... we've been saying for weeks are you gonna finish that or no I was gonna let you finish but okay. <laughs> we've been saying for weeks um, that Pat we, is yeah. in the gutter One or downhill. Away. Like we were one injury away from him being in trouble, and his best player just got hurt for four six weeks. Yeah, and now he's gonna have to play Chase Claypool. Woof. Yeah, Pat. Woof. I'd be uh. This might finally. His team is thin you. this week. Yeah. His team is thin with this week. He's got math stat. Okay, we'll get into those, but. I'll just I'll just leave it. Scary that injury, is, scary injury stick. nonetheless for yeah. uh, for Pap. Yep. So we'll see. All right, let's move into what everyone is really here to talk about, though, and that is the absolute mushroom cloud that was Tuesday morning, and I guess Monday because Monday is when the business dealings all went down. But it's yeah. trade Donald season. Dropping a nuke. He dropped a nuke. He did drop a nuke. Don, let's run through it. All right. Let's start off, you and me. You sent me Jalen Hurts and Brandon Cooks, and I sent you back Terry McLaurin, Devin Singletary, Dak Prescott. Yeah, so you were kind of the one that stepped the wheels in most. Like I, I was like, I was looking at my team. I'm like, like over the weekend, 
like once all the game started and I was like, holy crap, my team is so bad after like Hurts and Cooper Cup. But, so basically I was like, I'm just going to have to like bite the bullet and dish out Hurts and Swift for sure for like two for one deals and potentially Cup, which I probably gave in too easy on him, obviously. So, thanks, fellas, for opening that down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I for so, one, I for one was I. I think this worked out. Our trade worked out really well because um, I, you know, I only have a few pieces to trade, um, and the position that really I kind of been needing the most besides running back, and it's so hard to get running back, so. What I needed the most was a quarterback because I've been streaming until Dak came back this week. Um, and so when I was looking at your team, the, it kind of just jumped out at me that this might be a possibility. I was like, you know, I could go for Jalen Hurts and try and give you some, you know, running back receiver skill position pieces that you could actually use to upgrade the team. So, like I said, pained me. It pained me, guys, to give up Terry. I love Terry. I've always loved Terry, but from afar. He's been the one guy that has not been on my team that I have some weird attachment to, and I don't know why, but I just love him. So I got him on my team. He's a Buckeye guy, and you like you like former Ohio State players. I do like former Ohio State receivers. That's it, not players, just receivers. Yeah. What about Zeke? You like Zeke? No, I really don't like Zeke. Okay. He's just, just happened to fall onto my team this year. What about what about Sam Hubbard? You like Sam Hubbard? I don't like Sam. Hubbard. Okay, well Sam Hubbard is a former All Saints what? All Saints Shamrock, which. I also was so so, and we played on the same. Actually, we played on the same grade school team together. So, yeah. Um, Apparently, you actually were a better player back then. I, I was a better Sorry. player. Yeah, I just um, it was my first year, and they didn't want uh, Sam to be uh, shown up by a rookie fifth grader. Um, yeah, such a yeah, dynamic so, and versatile uh, player that you were. Yeah, I, I played tight end and corner, and. Uh, Sam also played a little bit of tight end and uh yeah they just didn't want me to outshine him and uh catch were you guys it's like one were you like 1A 1B on the depth chart yeah we were yeah co-starters yeah 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 I figured yeah so but yeah okay anyways <laughs> next trade Donald next trade that happened for you so then <laughs> I I was shopping um Sending swift trades to a bunch of people. I sent one to Pappas, didn't hear anything back. Classic. Sent one to Egan. He was interested, but didn't like Swift's injury history. So he was out on that. But then he was like, hmm, Fournette for CD? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. But can you toss in a tight end? So he threw in Njoku, and then he was like, "Well, you gotta, you gotta drop someone. Can you toss in like whoever you're dropping?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's all right." So I threw in, um, I think Williams into that trade, which I mean, he's probably gonna fall off here with Swift coming back, I would think. Yeah. So, so I mean, that was reasonable with. And Joku being injured, Williams probably 
losing playing time or or at least activity while he's in the game. So yeah, yeah. But I those two those two felt good to me. Um, then Zach responded about Swift, and I got who was that Montgomery and Sutton. So yep, Sutton's trending the wrong way right now, but he's still getting a lot of targets. So I figured decent value out of that one, and you never know how injuries are gonna they're gonna come back from injuries so it still could have been like a waiting period for swift to like actually like play well for me so i figured take the shot on that one and then yeah yeah i i before we jump into the next trade we'll just kind of touch on these two because i I do have some opinions i Mm -hmm. when i first saw the eric trade uh, C.D. Lamb, David Njoku for Leonard Fournette, and Jamal Williams. I was, I knew David Njoku was going to be hurt, you know, at least. I was like, this is going to be like a four-week, five-week injury at least. He was in a walking boot, high ankle sprain, like those things keep you out. So I was like, man, I don't know how I feel about this. I think I vetoed, actually, because uh, I really just didn't like, and because I, 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 didn't, I didn't think C.D. was going to be really like a top 12 receiver even the rest of the year. Um, so I was like, man, I just don't like this. Um, but it actually kind of grew on me as the day went by. Um, and even now, as the days have passed, uh, I, I actually think this is a fine trade, especially with the other things that you did. Um, I think Fournette, I, I just, well, I mean, I guess I just like that you kind of spread out some of your points. So I don't think Leonard was going to do anything to help your team really the rest of the year. And I think CD has maybe a higher ceiling for you. Uh, and same with getting rid of Swift and getting Montgomery and Sutton in. It just kind of spreads the points out throughout the rest of your team. So I like I, I like what you've done so far. Yeah, well, I, I like how your team is shaking out. Open for just kind of more of a balanced, balanced attack there. Because like, literally my team was like, Hurts and Cup could go for like, like, it was like a guaranteed 20 with them and like with the potential to go for like 30. Yep. And then after that, it was like nobody was even like, like there was like no chance anyone was going to like get more than 10 points. So I was like, oh man, we're in a bad spot here. So I, yeah, I'm just, I like, I like just the floors I've got on my team right now. So. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that you, uh, it includes Cooper Cup in this new team. Because <laughs> uh, because this trade, that might be the fastest trade ever to be vetoed. Yeah. Definitely the fastest trade ever to be vetoed in our league. It took 32 minutes. Mr. Miller was a little bit upset, I think. Jared, Jared, you are a, you are a scumbag, Jared. This is a yeah, this you is can't, an atrocity. You can't get that sleazeball Jared Miller to... to... Uh, get those kind of trades. This is a war crime. You need to put be put on trial. And then, and then he goes. Then he goes. Wait, why? Well, so why did everyone veto him? Genuinely, like. Yeah, I would love to hear some reaction on why. Why people would veto this? You know why that? Don't don't play the fool. You were taking advantage, Don. I I really don't blame you, Don, because I think you probably just got carried away in in the trade season, which is fun. Yeah. And just been like, you know what? 
like, okay, I just keep getting these two for ones, two for ones, trying to make my team better. You probably didn't even realize who you even had left on your team. And so I don't blame you at all. Who I blame is Jared, thinking that he was going to get away with yeah. this and then acting like he doesn't understand that Najee Harris is a sham, is a clown of a first-round pick who scores maybe 10 points a week. And Christian Kirk, who's on a bad Jacksonville offense, who has gotten a couple points earlier in the season, just had a touchdown again this last week, got him some points, but definitely not sustainable throughout the season. So two guys who barely combine to touch Cooper Cup, who's a guaranteed guaranteed at least 10 or 12 targets every game, top two wide receiver in fantasy. Just disgusting. I just... I'm, you know what? You know what they say, guy. Can never trust uh, twisted T men. Can't do it. <laughs> you can't. They put something yeah. in those drinks. Makes them, <laughs> makes them feel like their ego is top of the world. Yeah, the Najee part was bad. I I certainly yeah. like Kirk more than what Boyer just described him as, but. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I might, I I might have been, been a little uh, bit rude to Christian Kirk there, but Kamara. yeah, if Kamara was in this trade with Kirk, I, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, what I, what I really went in asking for was uh, Jacobs or or Walker and Kirk, which would have been a little more reasonable. Oh yeah, that's a great place to start. You asked for the right cool. running backs. I mean, you could have, you could have taken any of his three: K nine, Jacobs, or Kamara. And it would have yeah. been paired with Kirk, and it would have been fine. I just, I just give in too easy. Like someone says no and offers something. <laughs> Did you get any it's other okay. offers? The, for, le- uh... the league will not let uh, Jared take advantage of anyone. Yeah, league's got your back. Matt, you got any reactions yeah, to these trades? Yeah, the uh, Cooper Cup one was bad by Jared, but. Everything else looks good. The Njoku one, you got a really good tight end if he comes whenever he comes back. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens with Ertz now that it's got like. Hey, if he's, if he's trying to play it. this week, then yeah. maybe he'll come back sooner than. Somebody was quite upset about the Njoku one. And then <laughs> I, I think it was, uh, it was Jeremy who pointed that out. Which, which reasonable because, I mean, again, he was in a walking boot and scheduled to be out two to five weeks, so it kind of felt like a throwaway. But, I mean, DeAndre Swift yeah, is probably was. coming back to play this week, so that negates Jamal Williams. David yep. Njoku is an absolute insane person who thinks he's going to play on one leg. So And, I, and I've still got Ertz. And he's still got Zach Ertz. Yeah. Right. So... All right. Should we get into uh, yeah, match trade? Yeah, that, Don, that wraps up your uh, your crazy work that happened this week. And we move into another crazy thing that happened this week with Matt getting an insane win, in my opinion. Honestly, I think the most lopsided trade of the day, even though it involves two high-name players, and it's probably it's a not non-vetable, vetoable. I don't think that's a word, trade. Um, but Matt, you got Devontae Adams in exchange for Aaron I Jones. Gave up Aaron Jones. Yeah. yeah, that was a kind of a blessing, honestly. Thank you, Eric, for that. <laughs> um, How fast did you click accept? It was as soon as I saw it, I clicked accept. Didn't see it like initially. It was 
was out, came back, had like notifications where it was, he sent it over, canceled it, and then sent it back over. And then as soon as I saw it, I accepted it pretty much immediately. Did you go buy a scratch-off lottery ticket after that? I Because I would have. I think you just won the lottery. I just don't understand what, what... I would love, Eric, I would love to have your POV on this trade and why you offered this trade. Because to me, this is a Aaron Jones, this Jalen Waddle territory type straight-up trade. This is a guy... This is a, this is a pretty desperate move. From someone who is desperately in need of running back, so he's willing. I guess he's willing to give up Devontae Adams just for like a above-average running back. I guess a top five. I mean, his running backs are. Well, now he's I mean, got top twenty now. Back. Yeah, he's got he's got, he's got Hornet and Hornet and Adams Jones now at the cost of his best. At the cost of yeah. his first two picks, right? Those are the first second round pick. Yeah, yeah, CD yeah. and Devontae, one and two. A little confused. Receiver core went from being stacked to, to being Jalen Waddle and Jerry Judy. Yeah, Eric. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. I think you went too hard. Polar opposite you, ends of the spectrum. You gave me a here. gift after uh, Mike Williams went down. Uh, yeah, apparently. No. Why? Why are we out here giving so Matt bad. gifts? Matt's, <laughs> Matt doesn't need the gifts. Matt loses Brees Hall, so he's got Aaron Jones and Ramondre Stevenson and Derrick Henry. As his running backs. And then he loses Mike Williams to injury. And he's got Michael Pittman and Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. And Josh Reynolds. Or I don't even know who you're on the Michael Pittman with Sam Ellinger, too. Yeah. As your leading receivers. And you are gifted a top five receiver for a man who scores, struggles to score double digit points every week, except for. Maybe Only maybe four weeks a year. Times. Yeah. yeah, just a boomer bust player. To a guy that already owns AJ Dillon, and this isn't—I I, I, just—he's been trash. Yeah, this and the Packers have been trash. So I, you don't start AJ yeah. Dillon and Aaron Jones in the same lineup. I I just I am befuddled. I'm dumbfounded. I don't know why Eric went to you for this. He could have gone to Jeremy. He could have gone to to Jared. But Matt, congratulations. That's all I gotta say. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I think I would have rather had ETN, honestly, from Jeremy. I would never give up. Oh, I, I tried Devontae to Adams for No ETN. no, he's saying if he's sure. Eric. Not you, Matt. If I'm Eric. Yeah, if I'm Eric. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many other running backs I would have over here. I'm I think maybe I'm just an Aaron Jones hater. I just really dislike having the guy on my fantasy team just because of the yeah. nature of who he is, like how the Packers play and how he scores fantasy points. So uh, I just don't get it. Honestly, okay. He gets a lot of receptions, though. That's, I mean, yeah, yeah. he does get nine last week, but I think that's the highest he's had in a while. I'm going to come out and say it. Donald, I think uh, your team got a lot better this week and Eric's team got a lot worse and you're going to jump him in the standings. And finish above him this year, so congr- I applaud you for that. Wow, that's a hot. Huh? That's a, boy, that's you a bold know, prediction. Boy, are you know I suck at fantasy football. Why would you say that, Don? You no, are, why did you just jinx him, guy? Take I that back. No, you I just jinx him. him. I jinx. If anything, I just jinx myself on my takes. 
I already jinxed Donald once this year. I can't do- if I double jinx him, it's gonna come back the other way because I play him this week. So can we can we t- you know can we also talk about uh, can we talk about the lack of moves from trash fantasy owner slash manager Alex? I love Why has he not made a move, guy? I love how Zach makes everything circle back to Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you're in last place, you gotta—I mean, you gotta get the the shit to talk. Alex cares. Because his team is terrible. Zach cares more about Alex's roster than Alex. And he told and he told me yesterday that it does doesn't care. I'm like, you don't care. This is a serious league, folks. If you don't care, I mean, Pappas doesn't care, but he's seven and zero. That's what he tells me. Draft better, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just Jamar Chase I true. Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah, I mean, and have guys who get five carries a game continue yeah. to get touchdowns. But seriously, though, the lack of mute, the lack of moves is confusing from Alex. Like, I, I, I mean, I think he's trying a little bit. He's not trying hard enough, though. He's got to do something. He's got to do what Donald did. Yeah, you got to get you got to get two for one pieces for Taylor and Let, Andrews. Yeah. Let him rip. And Alex. he's going to the wrong people. He's going to the wrong people. You do not go to Jared Miller for trades. That man is notorious for for one-sided deals. I mean, we just got an example of that, so. Exactly. Plus, Jeremy is uh, Jeremy's the king of bad trade offers, especially that one he made you guy. That was trash. Yeah, I can trash bring, I can bring that back up. We talked about this yesterday, but um, I received an offer from Jeremy. Of uh, I don't like putting people on blast. For trade offers, trade offers, you know, usually start one sided and work their way. Uh, but Jeremy legitimately thought that this was the fu- a fine offer of TJ Hawkinson and Amari Cooper for Travis Kelsey. Jeremy's big on uh, Hawkinson. He he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. He values him high. What did he send me? Uh, he sent you a trade. No, no, it was a couple weeks ago. It was with Hawkinson in it. Uh, after his 40-point week, maybe. Yep. Actually, yeah, it, is, it is what it was. Interesting. That's like the only decent week he's had, though. Jeremy, you you have the most loaded team in the league. It's actually crazy. The players that you have on your roster. The, the best three and four roster it's I've ever seen in my life. Absurd. Absurd. Actually, the offer he sent me... I've, Which is why I'm shocked that he hasn't made it made a move because he's got so much depth he could upgrade his starting lineup I know. and his starting lineups already stacked. I know. Well, he didn't want to give up a running back. I, he's got so many. He's got five know, starting I, running I, backs. Yeah. I mean, maybe try to go get like Mahomes for. I mean, he's got Kyler Murray at quarterback. He's been eh okay, but like upgrade tight end. Uh, his receivers could use some upgrading. Yeah, actually, uh, hey, Debo Samuel. He could have got Devontae Adams, maybe. Yeah. Debo Samuel hasn't been practicing this week. I think he got. Yeah. So. I think he's going to get ruled out. Yeah, hamstring injury. So uh, he's got A.J. Brown and he's got Amari Cooper. And I think that's it. So. Yeah. Jeremy, I'm confused why Jeremy has Jeremy might be making but... some moves, man. You just got to. <laughs> Maybe next, maybe next it's not week even biting the bullet. It's it's just giving up the depth pieces that you have to make your team better. He's a 
afraid of them injuries, I guess. I guess, yeah, he's been lucky. He hasn't had any until he's he's been now. I think the yeah. only team that really hasn't been impacted by injury yet. Him and well, him and Pap has really hadn't until Pap just got Jamar Chase. Yeah, it's a that's that's a that's a nuke to to Pappas's team. Pap had Marquise Brown get hurt, but yeah, true, he did. Yeah, true. Yes. He did have Marquise. Yeah, right. He did have Marquise. Yep, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Looks like we're running low on time, guy. Yes, uh, which is actually nice because that ends our our trade recap review segment as we move into our week seven review. Um, so because we are on the free Microsoft Teams for this meeting, it only gives us 60 minutes. So we're going to jump off here and uh, start the call again. And so just give us about 30 seconds to uh, make this happen. So talk to you guys in a minute. And I apologize. You guys are going to hear the Microsoft Teams call coming through. Don't worry. You're not getting a work call on a Friday or whenever you're listening to this. It's just the podcast. So don't freak out. All right, we got Zach. We got Matt. We got Donald all back on the phone, guys. We're back. Ready to jump back into the week seven reviews? I think that's a yes. Let's do it. I'll take that as a yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. All right, great. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start with Donald and Zach. You guys faced each other this week. You're both on the pod this week. Um, this was a, this was a yike from Donald, folks. Yeah. If you didn't know, yeah, Don. I I really you you mentioned this earlier, but seventy points. Zach one hundred three point six. Donald seventy point seven. I think this just kind of pushed you over the edge to making these trades this week. Damn a chance. Yeah, Joe Burris pretty much single-handedly won me the game. Because <laughs> I really didn't have a great week other than him. Yeah, Donna, I this roster that I'm looking at right now that you put out this weekend to what you're putting out this coming week, <laughs> yeah. uh, I just like it so much more. I think you did a great job. Yeah. Because there's, there's not one guy on here besides maybe Zach Ertz that I would have kept, so... Big big ups Brian to you. Brian Robinson's that. actually. I, I like Brian Robinson. I think he's. Uh, I just think he's going to be a. I give you a solid flex option going forward for Donald. Who's their other running back? Gibson. I just think Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know. Gibson's I don't think. Receiving. Yeah, I don't think Gibson will be much of a producer. I mean, Robinson now that Brian had, Robinson's, Robinson's had seventeen and twenty carries the past two weeks. Like that's some serious workload. And with Taylor Heineke now, they might be able to score more points. So maybe goal line carries for B Rob. Yeah, I hope so. Plus, you got Chuba Hubbard, who I think is the starting running back if he's healthy for the Panthers. Uh, I don't think he's healthy this week, though. I think Dante Foreman's going to be starting. But moving forward, Chuba Hubbard could be maybe a flex play for you too. So yeah, I'm hoping so. Not- All right. Don basically had no shot with the uh, cup and it hurts out like yeah. basically none. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah this okay. was a guaranteed L for you. So, yep. So, All fresh right. start this week. New team. Rebuild season. It is rebuild season. That's what you named your team now too, which we love. Um. Okay. Next matchup. Jared was taking on Dolan this week in a game that also really didn't really have a chance. 
uh, with Dolan starting Jeff Wilson, uh, hoping to scrap some points before McCaffrey came in, but uh, just didn't happen. Um, D-Hop came back this week, looked like his old self, got 10 catches for 103 yards, which was nice. Eckler and Chubb putting up performances, um, but the rest of Donald's team really struggling. Or Dolan, I'm sorry. I said Donald there. The rest of Dolan's team really struggling. Uh, meanwhile, Jared, 126 points. Team actually producing. Josh Jacobs. Kind of 126 insane. with Amon Ross scoring 0.9. Yeah, his running backs are crazy good. Besides Najee. I mean, Jacobs and Walker and crazy. Yeah, what do you guys think about uh, DJ Moore rest of season? I think we. Um, I think they're probably going to try to get more involved. Yeah, I think they. Well, McCaffrey gone. There's nobody else in that team. They get down, especially like I feel last week was a fluke with the, against the Bucks. I don't think they're doing that too many times more times this year. No, I don't think. Yeah, they're not going to be able to rush the ball like that. So I think they will be like relying on the pass more. And I don't know when is Baker. What I mean, is he coming back? I don't know. I think they're rolling with PJ Walker. Yeah, PJ Walker is scheduled to start again this week. Um, so I think I don't know where they go. I think they try all three of the quarterbacks probably the rest of the season at different they're times. Just, they're just in tank mode. Yeah. He's got, he's got some easy matchups though. I don't know how much that matters, but. They play some shit teams. Yeah, they play the Falcons this week, whose secondary is really hurt. Um, then they play the Bengals, yeah. uh, who have a good defense, actually. And then uh, Atlanta again. Baltimore, Denver defense is tough. But then Seattle, Pittsburgh, Detroit, uh, and Tampa Bay again. So I mean, I think I like him as much as like Deontay Johnson. Yeah, honestly. Deontay's had a rough ride this year. Yeah, so I don't mean, wonder why Jared I don't wants think, to upgrade yeah, pick, receiver. Pickett's number one option is clearly Pickens. And Pickett just throws the, the ball to the other team a lot. Honestly, very good. Dolan also might be a guy that might need to make a trade here soon. Uh, his team's just not cutting it. For a guy that's 2-5, yeah, he, he has a really good roster, but he just can't get yeah. wins. He's, Lamar has not been putting in uh, great work. Recently, no, he is not. I've heard of, I mean, Austin Austin Eckler's just carried his team the last couple of weeks. I mean, Nick Chubb, his receiver. I mean, and Tim Allen just go back on injury. Uh, well, no, they're on bye this week. Um, oh, okay. I think Keenan Allen is okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's I think he just manages reps or something. Yeah. First week back. Yeah. He's got like a lingering hammy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. So. Dolan sent me a tempting trade for Cooper Cup, but by that point, I had kind of just decided to like out and ride it with this team. See how the next next couple weeks go. But yeah, that, that Chubb one was. I mean, that would have been pretty even. Yep. All right, we can move on to the next matchup then. Talk about uh, Taylor Maid, Alex Rutherford, and Michael Pappas' chase jam. 156 for Pappas. 
71.6 for Alex. Uh, and guys, honestly, and guys okay. Alex yeah, said, Zach, Alex said this, this wasn't week. a total... He said it wasn't a total shit show this week, and he scored 71. He put up on that last week. So. That's sad, guys. I actually kind of feel bad when he's making statements like that. This is a man that's given up. He's lost hope. But no one, no one feels bad for him. I said I kind of feel bad. I actually don't. I don't feel bad because it's really funny. No, I when you put up seventy points two weeks in a row, and Pappas scores one fifty six, <laughs> he beats you in one week. What you could have combined to score in two weeks? That's just embarrassing, is what it is. <laughs> you I guess he's just, one and one. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, which is crazy. I think he's resigned himself to spinning the wheel, even though he's just tied for last. He's not out of it by any means. He needs to make his team well, get better. Somehow he has two wins. Somehow he's just two wins. And but I mean, he's gotta he's gotta get some pickups and wins because he's definitely not gonna win in or win a tiebreaker with points four because he's like over a hundred points behind the next closest for points four. He didn't have like he have what less than seven hundred points. Uh, he's not he's even hit like seven weeks. He's not the six hundred. He's not. He's just, he's, he's just over six hundred. Okay, yeah, six six twenty through seven weeks. Oh, yep. God, it's not good. He scored over hundred, I think, once. Yeah, and he's got DK hurt. He's got Mark Andrews, who's banged up, and he hasn't made a move. And he doesn't have a second running back. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, once, once Cordero comes back, then it's going to Nor be. does he pick up uh, running backs on, on waivers like Gus Edwards. And he does spend most of his value on backup tight ends. <laughs> this is the only tight ends. He's just, uh, he's got a kink for tight ends. I love some tight ends, <laughs> Alex Rutherford. Oh my God. I can't express this enough, guys. This is just, do not do what Alex is uh, doing. If you would like to win in fantasy, this is like a clinic on how to lose. Hey, but it, at least he wasn't the lowest points total in the. In yeah, the you league. saved him this week, Don. <laughs> you can feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, that's why. That's why it wasn't a total shit show. Glad, glad I could help you out there. <laughs> yeah, but then you put him to shame as soon as the weekend ended. Yeah, and you should. Yeah, you showed him how it's done. <laughs> you just put on a clinic of how to make your team competitive again. So, Don, I salute you. Alex, you got a lot of work, buddy. A lot of work. And I was actually recently told that I was being too harsh on Alex. And um, I totally disagree. I'm just trying to motivate Alex. Just some some constructive criticism for my good friend Alex. Doesn't seem like he's taking it too well. Well... Yeah, I was also noted that he might as close to blocking my number because I text him frequently telling him how bad of a manager he is. And if he does block me, I will get um, probably his email and then maybe Venmo. I'll start like Venmo messaging him or yeah, just like sending him like a penny. Five cents. Yeah. Sure, listen. I have ways. I, or- I, have, I have multiple ways of communicating with him. So Every week on this podcast. Yeah, true. Well, he might just stop listening. Does Alex, like, does Alex for sure listen to this podcast, or does Zach just clown him all the time? <laughs> and he just like no, no. 
<laughs> oh, I think knows. I think he listens. Yeah, he knows. He's got to know. Even if he doesn't listen, I clown him enough outside of the pod to, um, <laughs> to get the point across. <laughs> That's good. On the other, on the flip good side, we, we talked about Pabst's team for a little bit, but I mean, he's just putting up points on points on points again. Again, but that twenty nine from Jamar Chase just is going touchdowns. Jamar Chase ain't happening. At least with Chase Claypool and Brandon Ayuk. So George Kittle finally had a pretty pretty good week. Yeah, Kittle's looking good. If he can get Kittle going, that's gonna be annoying. Might still stand a chance yet, Pab. Might need to make yeah, a trade. Somehow Antonio. Antonio Gibson still scoring points for him, which just baffles me. <laughs> it really does. I don't get it. All right, next matchup. Me taking on Eric. Uh, I got the win here, scoring 97.8. Eric scoring 88.4. It came down to the Monday night game where Jacoby Myers and the New England defense put up enough points for me to win. I was getting scared. Again, Guy, I, I mentioned this last night, but... I don't think this game's final yet because it's actually under protest, awaiting. Uh, yes, I keep forgetting. Um, uh, Eric is very upset. I think he sent a written. I think he sent a written letter uh, from his barn, Barnes Denning to uh, the NFL officiating rules committee uh, to protest the uh, Green Bay Packers Washington Commanders game uh, and get that extra defensive score for the Green Bay Packers. And. Uh, Eric, I, I'll await, eagerly await your news on that protest. And uh, if I can mark down a win in my column. Um, other than that, I'm just going to keep playing the world's smallest violin for you. <laughs> he shouldn't be blaming that. He should be, he should be blaming his one and a half points from both running backs. Yeah, and I think that's why he abandoned his uh, wide receiver only strategy as harshly as he Probably. did. So that and CD lamb getting him only eight and a half I points mean, this week too. Eight. Yeah. And with Dak back, that's not promising. Yep. 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 I left some points on the bench. Terry had a good week. He's probably going to be good with Taylor Heineke now at quarterback. So you're welcome, Donald. Um, and then Gus, the Gus bus, Gus Edwards is back. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I'm going to play him this week. In tonight's game, so hopefully he can um, find the end zone again and get some rushing yards because I am going to need it. Uh, and then our last matchup of the week, which was last week's game of the week, between Jeremy and Matt. Jeremy scoring 103.96. Matt, you scored 118.8. I think you're pretty happy with this win. I, I, yeah, mixed feelings. I lost Brees Hall and Mike Williams. So it was bittersweet. But you did, but you still got the win, and they put I up, got the win. They put up points for you before they went out, so that's big for you because it moved yourself into second place solely um, in the league, which actually you might have been in before, but uh, just gave you some more breathing room. And the big Aaron Jones game, I think, was enough to sway Eric to giving you Devontae Adams. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so. All around, I think a win for you to be honest. Ramondre Stevenson also looking fantastic. So, Yeah, we'll see if it was just a, a one-week ease Damian Harris back in or if that's a full transition over to Ramondre. Yeah, we will see. It'll be very interesting to keep an eye on. 
Meanwhile, Jeremy's team, uh, kind of shitting the bed, even though he has an insane roster. Mari Cooper, Debo Samuel, really struggling his wide receiver room. Uh, he had Dalvin Cook, guys AJ Brown, week. and Miles Sanders all on by, so that definitely didn't help. Um, the Tampa Bay defense. I don't, I don't know why he didn't well. put Kenyon Drake in. Why did he not put Kenyon oh, Drake? Kenyon Drake, yeah, last team. week's big pickup. Did so much fab on it. Big pickup last week from Jeremy. Two hundred and thirty-one dollars of fab for marquee signing I mean, on that, the waiver that's wire. Some, that's an RB two type of bid. Oh, guy, you know why I think he uh, maybe didn't start him. What? He got five rushing yards and scored 0.5 points this week. So that might have that might have done it. Jeremy, you can put on the uh, clown mask. I'm actually going to ship you a clown mask for Halloween that you can wear. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be biggest L of the year thus far. Very well could be. Honestly, you should probably drop him, to be honest, but. After one week. Yeah, that can that can move us into our awards of the week. Um and we'll just kind of roll into the A B award because Jeremy, this is going to you. Uh specifically for that Kenyon Drake pickup. Which I will say you made better with your story of being drunk on Mackinac Island and just raving about picking up Kenyon Drake and uh <laughs> dropping a cheeky little two hundred and thirty one dollars on him, thinking that, oh my gosh, I gotta steal. I'm getting him another a sixth starting running back to add to your repertoire, but but no. Also, I just want to shout out to uh, Kanye West, former AB Award winner, uh, keeping up his AB behavior. And wait, did, did you see he got award. escorted out of Skechers <laughs> Skechers headquarters today? I did. I or was did. that yesterday? It was yesterday. <laughs> His uh his school that he opened, Donda Academy, also decided to shut down earlier today, uh, for the remainder of the school year. But then two hours later, say that they're actually going to reopen. Uh, so I don't really exactly know what's happening there. But uh, I, you know, I could see A B and Kanye actually starting their very own podcast together. Yeah, society just has to like go stick them on an island and take all of their technology away from them and just let them talk to each other <laughs> be fucking bonkers <laughs> would be nuts. on their own <laughs> it would be insane also shout out to russell wilson uh who honestly is falling into that category of just um batshit <laughs> batshit crazy for he's not there yet his yeah he's, uh, he's not he's not he's just weird he's ab just, is messed up i yeah, mean he's ab a, gets his yeah He's a societal problem. Russell is not yet a societal problem. He's just a societal laughingstock. Yeah. So, difference there. Correct. All right, loser of the week. I'm giving to Eric this week. Uh, could easily go to Alex just because he's a shit manager. Uh, but it's going to Eric because he's also a shit manager. Getting 1.5 points. Loser of the rankings. season. Alex is loser of the season. We have a new loser of the week every week. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I think it just kind of compounds Eric the the Devonta Adams Aaron Jones trade. Don't want to jinx myself, but I think that just adds to uh, the award that was given to you this week, Eric. In my opinion, yep. so I think th- this podcast is really turning into a us versus Eric. 
<laughs> hate podcasts. I guess. Well, he he came at us, so I mean, he did. Yeah, he I came did at that, us yeah. first. This is true. Ever I'm since shocked. he did that, I've made a note every week to actually throw some shade in Eric's way. First shot fired by Eric. I mean, yeah, that's what you get when you come at the the hosts. Yep. And this great war will not be the last shot either. So <laughs> we t- we take shots at Alex, but he never gives it back, which is kind of funny. It's because he can't. <laughs> That's because he can't. Yeah. Okay. Winner of the week, uh, the two Michaels, myself and Pappas, for Pappas scoring 156. Just crazy, 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 7-0. and And then uh, myself for squeaking out that win over Eric, uh, which bumped me up in the standings, which I really needed with Justin Jefferson on by this past week. So I'll give you a rundown of the standings where we currently sit. Pappas is in first place at 7-0. and Matt, you're in second, five and two. Got a game on me and Zach, who are tied in third place at four and three. And then we have in fifth place, one game under five hundred, three and four. We have Jeremy, Eric, and Jared. And then Donald, you, Dolan, and Alex are all tied in the cellar at two and five. So it's anyone's game, but Don, I like your chances of getting out of that. And I think you can swap places with Eric, too. I don't know how you feel about your roster, if you need to see him play for a week. but I mean, I feel better about him now, but how is Dolan 2-5? and five? His roster is stacked. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, he scored I mean, 60 I him, last I beat him. Uh, I beat him, and he scored 140 on me. He just has some bad luck. He's got uh, yeah. the second most oh. points scored against him. So that has has not helped him in the slightest. Um, so a bit of unluck, ill luck. and uh, But, I mean, Dolan, I, I've mentioned this in text before, but I think you're like one of the luck, unluckiest people that I know <laughs> from a sporting perspective. So this kind of just uh, is normal for you, I suppose. Yeah, that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know? It is what happened when he's a he's a spurs fan tottenham hotspur and all they know is pain so san antonio spurs you mean no the tottenham tottenham hotspur soccer team other football not fantasy you football. mean greg popovich and see a tony parker fan uh he might be honestly did you know tony parker cheated on his wife with uh his best friend what a scumbag best friend's wife I did not. Fun know fact, that. if you guys didn't know, I did not know yeah. that. Just throw it in there. Kind of disappointing. I always liked him. <laughs> now you hate him. <laughs> I wouldn't say I hate him. I just think he's less cool. Now. I think little. Yeah. I'm getting off. I'm getting us on some off track tonight. Sorry, I really it's right. am. It's all right. It's all right. I need some ramblings. All right. Let's review the waiver wire real quick. We're running late. This is actually longer than last week's pod. About to be. Um, So we can just go over this real fast. Um, But I need to pull it up real quick. All right. Eric picked up Tyler Boyd for $126. The only other bid for him was $10. So that's a bit of an L. Although with the new... That's looking looking a lot better today than it was yesterday. What did Egan know? 
And then, you know uh, what? You ask a good question. That's some insider though. trading stuff. Uh, he must have known something. This is on. This or is some. This def- is under protest, Egan. Yeah, right. I'm protesting. Uh, yeah, this, this should. This should. Yeah. Yep. yep. This should yep. be under protest. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I'm thinking maybe some nefarious activity from Eric. I think maybe he does taxes for Jamar and knows where he lives. <laughs> and uh, he went and uh, hit him in the hip with like a sledgehammer or something in the middle of the night. Yeah, it seems plausible. Yeah, I wow. I uh, protest this Eric, waiver. Eric just got Eric just disguised himself. He comes off as a nice guy, and then he's just just behind the scenes making making those kind of moves. All right, next pickup, Wandale Robinson. Zach, you picked up for a cheeky little $93. Dude. And I, like I, I was the only other person who bid on him. I bid 25 So you picked him up. Um, looked like a little bit of an overpay at the time, but uh, with the Kadarius Tony news, which actually I don't even know if we talked about. Did true, we talk true. about it? Kadarius Tony going to the Chiefs today for a third and a sixth round pick. Which means uh, they like Wandell because they're very similar players. Yeah. Uh, Tony hasn't been on the field, um, so it really hasn't affected Wandell. But they're just banged up the receiver, uh, too, so Wandell is going to be getting targets. Yeah, cements Wandell is the top target, I would assume. Yeah. So I probably overpaid a little bit, but I uh, I have a ton of fab. I mean, I had, nine, had like 950 going into this week, so I have a lot to spend. So Alex picking up. Want to uh, make sure I got him? Alex picking up another tight end, Taysom Hill. I don't know how many tight ends he has that he needs to fill, but uh, <laughs> what's the roster max? Just another one, like uh, four maybe, or is it three? three? I think it's three. So. He's got a three right now, so <laughs> he's kind of mad that he can't pick up another tight end. Yeah, sad. Alex picked him up for seventy-one dollars. He's uh, hoping Taysom turns into the the, the starting quarterback. <laughs> Starting quarterback and running back and wide receiver one, I think. And defensive end eventually. So basically. And maybe maybe he can kick too. Just you know, for some bonus points. Oh wait, no, we don't have kickers in this league, do we? I take it back. He could return punts though. He could return returners. Yeah, there you go. All right, Matt, you picked up Marquis Goodwin, uh, for a cheeky fifty nine dollars where no one else bid, but it's a nice little receiver stash. Yeah, Especially if, if DK's not out, then it's the number two. And pair that with Gino, hopefully it turns into something. Does he return kicks? I don't think so. He might. No, no. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, actually. I, do like, I like that pickup, though. He wasn't even on my radar, but I, I really do like that pickup. He put up, 20, I think, 20 points last week after DK went out. Yeah, two touchdowns. So hopefully that continues. Yeah, promising, promising. Zach, you then picked up Chase Edmonds for forty dollars. Nobody else bid on him. Yep, just hoping where Mostert gets hurt, which he has in the past. He he didn't practice today. Um, I don't think he practiced last Thursday either. I think he has a bit of a knee tweak that they've been managing. So. Potential for Raheem Mostert to get hurt. Yeah, but he practiced fully yesterday, so it was kind of weird that he's popping up. Yeah, they might just give him Thursdays as the off day or something. Strange. I don't know. Um, We'll have to wait, I guess, maybe for tomorrow's practice news to 
to hear about that. Something to monitor going forward. And then Eric picked up the Titans defense for $31, uh, which is a hefty price for streaming a defense. Dolan bid five on them. No one else bid. Um, Dolan then picked up Paris Campbell, who was not bid on. He got him for $25, which will be an interesting look moving forward with Sam Ellinger moving in a quarterback instead of Matt Ryan. See if Paris Campbell's hot last two weeks continue. And then Daniel Jones got picked up by Jared for $19, um, who he actually just dropped this evening in place of Kirk Cousins. McCole Hardman got picked up for $16 by Eric was the last pickup as waiver rands on Wednesday morning. Um, he dropped him later yesterday for I don't even know who. I can't remember. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think. Yeah, you're right. It is Donovan Peoples-Jones. So interesting, interesting move. Um, and then there were some other pickups yesterday. Matt, you picked up Gerald Everett as a tight end stash you alluded to earlier even though you're going to stick with Kyle Pitts and then um, Zach you picked up Naheem Hines Matt you picked up Kyron Williams running back for the Rams he's coming off IR rookie running back who might be some competition for the starting spot with Daryl Henderson Uh, although McVay came out today and said that he's probably going to need a lot of time to get back so maybe a late season sleeper um, that, was, that was the plan all along with them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I picked up Greg Dulcich to start at tight end for me this week. What a guy. Let's ride, Greg Dulcich. Uh, yeah, you should have picked up Will Disley. Yeah, I just didn't feel like it. I liked uh, Greg Dulcich's vibe better. And they're the London game this week, guys. Um, there's a London game. So Sunday morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 Central. Make sure your lineups are set. If you wake up early enough or before you go to bed Saturday night. And then um, I picked up Josh Palmer, who Dolan dropped this week, and no one else bid for him, and I bid $119. Because um, I really thought someone was going to go after him, because after their bye week this week, Yikes. he's going to be wide receiver two with Keenan Allen, now that Mike Williams is out. Um, so yeah, I took the L there, overpaying by a ton, but... I'll take it, I guess. And then quickly this this today on the Kadarius Tony news, I was on my phone when I got the uh, notification. So I went, dropped Elijah Mitchell, and picked up Kadarius Tony. And those are the waiver pickups for the week. So we can move into the game week eight preview section, which starts tonight, Thursday Night Football. Uh, we gonna get this pot out before the game. We're gonna try. We have about an hour. It's currently seven twenty Eastern, so we'll do our best. And we're at an hour and twenty three minutes right now on this pod, so we'll we'll get through these previews let's, let's quick. Quickly go through these, then yeah. Yeah, Donald, I'm taking on you this week uh, after our trade, so I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, I'm projected one twelve point seven. You're projected one oh eight point two. Um, one of those teams looking a little scary. It's looking scary. We wanted to like, come back and bite you in the ass. Like, it very well could. I, I could be single. Terry's going for 20. 
Singletary could have a big game against the Packers. Everyone seems to go off against them. So. Yeah, I'm a little nervous this week. I'm, I'm hopeful. Kelsey's it's, out for me, and I don't think Zeke's going to play this week. So, uh, yeah, I'm just not going to comment on our game. I'll let you guys do that. Yeah, I think I'm taking Donald here. The outright win. Yeah, I think I'm taking Donald as well. I like right. his new team. All right, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> we'll just quickly <laughs> move on from this matchup then. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Matt, you're taking on Eric, and you are uh, favored by two and a half. Um, Eric gets a boost from Tyler Boyd moving up to the wide receiver two spot uh, for the Bengals now that Jamar Chase is out. Yes. Cut off a really good week. He's really going to need Josh Allen to carry him the whole rest of the season, if I'm being honest. Starting Donovan Peoples-Jones, Tyler Boyd, Jerry Judy, and Jalen Waddell is four receivers in your starting lineup. Just don't like it one bit. Um, actually, I think the Devontae Adams trade is going to come back to bite to bite Eric this week, maybe. Um, although, apparently, Devontae Adams has the flu. Which I did not know until right this second. He's going to so, pull Michael Thomas, man. Not play. <laughs> or he'll pull a Jordan flu game. Pickett seems to be loving Fryer move based off the little bit of Sunday Night Football I watched last week. Yeah, yeah he got Just, nine targets, yeah. eight catches, that, 75 yards. Target. Yeah. That's a Steelers offense, man. Five-yard throws. That could give a little bit of an edge because we know Pitts is never going to... Pitts is getting like three points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's really good. I don't know. Who would you rather start? It's a close game, though. Who would you rather start if, you, if uh, just assuming this was a flex spot? Donovan Peoples-Jones taking on the Bengals or this. Kyle Pitts against the yep. Panthers? You know, he should pick up Marquise uh, or Marquez Valdez-Scantling and put him in there at flex. I don't know why he dropped him. He's really good. That one uh, week he got like 10 points. Yeah, that's a crazy amount of points for MVS. This yeah. week on bye, I think he could probably get even more. Help Eric even more this why week. Is he starting, why is he starting Judy over Marquez? Because Marquez outplayed Judy that week. That's a question only Eric can answer, unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> Egan, you got you got to get on this pod one week and yeah, Eric, we'd love to have you. <laughs> it should it should yeah. be a video pod and just have it be a fist fight. We could do it in person. We could record. <laughs> yeah, Eric have like a wrestling match. <laughs> That'd be a fun pod. The winner gets Marquez Valdez scantling on their fantasy team. <laughs> Oh, the loser does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, the loser. Sure. The loser does. Yeah. Okay. You're right. <laughs> all right. I'm going to take Matt this week. Uh, I don't. We didn't really even touch on your team, Matt. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking you this week. We, we we touched on Kyle Pitts, who's going to be probably horrible. But I do think Matt's going to win. I do think this is going to be a close game, though. Mm, I'll take Egan. I think Allen will have a big game. Waddle will have a big game, and 
Boyd will have a decent game. I was tempted to pick Eric. I think Matt gets it done. Matt, do you want to bet on your own game, or are you just going to hold off? I... If he bets on his own game, he's going to get suspended. Like oh, Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yeah. yeah. Is, is there uh, is there snow in Vermont, Michael? Um, yeah, my weatherman uh, is currently on a flight there right now, so I'll have to let you know later. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I would, however, assume that the Yeti is going to be coming out to play. Let's see how many puts up against Houston. That's hoping it's. Hoping Although it's they're in it's... Houston. Yeah, but Josh Jacobs just put up 35 against them. So yeah, we'll but see it's, what happens. Yeah. Snow doesn't fall in we'll the see. dome. Doesn't need to fall in the dome. It just yeah, needs but, to fall on uh, the ground in Vermont. But I, I think the dome might have special abilities to block out any effect from the snow falling in Vermont. We'll have to see. We'll just have to see. For I anybody who doesn't chance. get that reference, it's a fantasy footballers joke that they have. Yeah, yeah if, this, if the snow, if, if there's, say, if there's snow yeah. falling in Vermont, Derrick Henry goes for twenty plus points a game. It's backed by analytics. Seems seems early. Seems early. For yeah, so it started falling. Uh, for ten. It started falling like three weeks ago. Apparently, yeah, yeah. It started falling in uh, end of September. So it's Derrick Henry season. It's the Yeti season. All right, next matchup. Um, we'll go with Alex versus Jared this week. And uh, Jared is favored be, by be quick. eight points. And yeah, I don't. Yeah, take those points, folks. Close. Yep. Going Jared take that, take to win and day. cover. How, how is Alex projected 104? This dude hadn't scored 104 all year. He's only scored 104 once. It's because he's he still should be in the lineup. Yeah, I'm thinking Alex probably scores 80. 81 points this week. So I'm taking uh, I'm taking those eight and a half all day. Over under Alex scoring 70 and a half points this week. Say over. I'll, I'll go over too. I'm taking the over, but it's not gonna be by much. Alright, I'm taking the under. That's a low that's a low bar. I'm taking the under. 72.6. I think he's hitting 70.1. Just to get the under. All right, we don't even need to talk about that anymore. Uh, then we got Dolan versus Jeremy this week, which could actually be a good matchup. Although Austin Eckler is on bye, so uh, Dolan might be struggling yeah. to scrap some points together. And Jeremy's got a yeah, Jeremy's fully got healthy. Back. Yeah, no know. one on bye really. I guess he's not fully healthy. Debo's hurt. Debo. Yeah. Debo's hurt, but. Yeah, I think Jeremy. Uh, I think Jeremy wins this game. Jeremy projected one twenty three. Dolan projected one hundred six seven. It's a sixteen point line. Um, yeah, he's gonna need Chubb. He's gonna need Chubb and uh, Lamar. Yeah, he really is. He's have a really Lamar big, to set big, it up big time. Yep. All right, and then our game of the week this week. Last game, Zach, you're taking on Pappas. And we yeah. talked about it yesterday. This is looking different than it was last night. Yeah, well, we talked about it yesterday. Different. I think I took Pappas. Um, I'm not doing it anymore. 
Jamar Chase is hurt. Pappas uh, is in trouble. Yeah, I took Pappas last night. I'm going to have to swing on over to Zach as well. Yeah, Zach, you're now favored by 13 points. Yeah, that's a big spread for someone that's 7-0. Patty Mahomes on bye is not helping at all. Yeah. I don't don't think I have anyone on bye. Nope. Just Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, who's on bye every week. He's on bye. Yeah, he's on bye for the rest of his life. (laughs) He's probably on a beach somewhere saying like... Drinking a Corona. Listening to the... Getting paychecks. Listening to Scott Hansen every Sunday. I think he's like pretending to rehab down in like Miami probably. (laughs) What a guy. What a guy. But yeah, I think this is the week Pappas goes down. Said it last week, didn't happen. So we'll see. I think this is the not beginning of the end, but I don't think he I think he I think he can struggle. I think he can still make the playoffs just based on what he's done the first half of the fantasy season. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just needs to get healthy for the playoffs. That's probably all he cares about. Yep. Then Jamar Chase and Marquise Brown will come back right in time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marquise Brown could come back, and Jamar they could both be threats heading into the fantasy playoffs. So it, I mean, if I can't, on. if I can't beat him this week, I mean, Pat might not lose a game. This is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is. This is it. This will probably be his weakest roster he puts out all season. Although, with Debo, if Debo's yes. out, Brandon Ayuk might be in line for some more work. True. That's true. So, And Michael Carter. Plus Michael Michael Carter. Yeah. Yeah, but CMC's now fully acclimated, or should be fully acclimated. True. Should. Yeah, he should. And Mahomes is out, and Stafford is. Yeah. Playing. Burrow also Stafford does not have. Uh, Burrow does not have Jamar Chase anymore, so that maybe could affect his fantasy outcome. He's got T. Higgins, baby. Yeah, he does have T. He's got Tyler Boyd playing a pretty good Cleveland defense, a really good Cleveland D line. So that I mean, maybe that will affect their offense. It's quite possible. We could see actually Joe Mixon a little bit more, so maybe Pap could get some help there. <laughs> Cleveland defense has been terrible against the run this year, so. Yep. I guess we'll find out. But other than that, hopefully I can get it done. That's the pot for this week, guys. Uh, it's a long one. It is a long one. Hour and a half. Came out a day late. Gotta say, I don't think it was as good as yesterday. You missed a real barn burner in yesterday's pod. <laughs> I want to say thanks to Donald and Matt uh, for coming on two nights in a row, taking time out of their nights to join the pod. Had a great time. Love having guests. If you guys ever want to come back, just feel free loved having you all right thanks for having us it was fun yeah thanks for having us no problem all right guys i wish you all terrible luck this week go back